Welcome to Where RA Now, a podcast dedicated to catching up with former RAs and hearing where their journey of life has taken them since their glory days here at NYU. My name's Matthew, and I'm tonight's co-host, a junior from New York City studying business and political economy and an RA in Founders. And I'm Tom Ellett, your other co-host, and I serve as the Senior Associate Vice President of Student Affairs. Matthew, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Tom. Thanks. Tell me a little bit about what it's like to be in a building like Founders, where I live. It's great. we got a bunch of dogs running around 24-7. It's always nice to walk around and you really will see so many people all the time, whether it's RAs or residents. You know, like it's never a dull moment, which is really, really beautiful. Do you enjoy working with the staff? It's pretty much my favorite part. You know, you're constantly surrounded by really, really great people. And this is your first year as an RA. What was it like to start to build community with those colleagues and peers that you have living on your floor? I would say it started with the community of RAs itself because I walked in and I didn't know anything. (laughs) The only experience I had was from freshman year. And I walked in and all of the returning RAs really were great. Like they coached us, they gave us advice. And then from that, like from that existing community, then we basically formed a community of our own on our floor. And that's really nice too. So you get to know each person individually, what their little quirks and hobbies are. And it's really, really nice. That's great. Tell me what you want to do long-term with your career at this point, And it may change. Oh, Tom, asking the hard questions. Oh. I'm not completely sure. That I've been looking around so far. So far, all I know is I want to have a career that really does help people, you know? And I think that law generally has that ability if I could work as a judge or a judge's clerk, something like that, I feel like I would have just the ability to really help people. So that's my goal. Well, you know, tonight's guest is going to be able to answer some of those questions for you. What a quinkadink. <laughs> Who is our guest tonight? Today, our guest is Mark Sheerian, who served as an RA in LAF for Napur and Terra during the 2007 through the 09 academic years. Welcome, Mark, and thank you for joining us on tonight's show. It's really a pleasure to having you on. How are you and where are you? I'm doing well. I've, I never left Manhattan running my own law firm in the city for the past two years, and I've been very busy with that. Huh. So tell us about what you've done since you graduated from NYU. I went right into law school right after college. I went to New York Law, which is coincidentally a few blocks away from Lafayette, where I lived for two full years. So I had been down in that area for quite a while after I graduated college. So I went to law school there and started working. I worked at a firm in Queens for a little bit, and then I worked at a firm in Manhattan, and then I went out on my own several years ago. Mark, it's great to hear your voice, and and welcome back to The Square Pseudo via the podcast variety. Let's jump back to your time at Washington Square. What did you study while you were here? I was in the sports management program in SCPS. I majored in sports business. I thought it was a great education, great professors, very well-rounded courses. It was was excellent. It really was. In your time there, were you involved in any extracurricular activities? I was. So, you know, I actually wanted to go away for school, but it ended up that the NYU wrestling coach was recruiting me and I had gotten into NYU. I didn't even know where NYU was on the map. (laughs) And I'm from New York. I didn't even know where it was. I visited And I actually stayed with some of the wrestlers in Rubin Hall during my senior year of high school. 
And I was hooked, you know, as, as close as it was, I'm from Great Neck, which isn't too far from the city. As close as it was from home, I felt like I was very far away. And I loved the lifestyle that these guys were living when I came and visited them. So my first night at NYU was at Reuben Hall. <laughs> wow. Wow. Mark, Mark that's a really close-knit group of men practicing together, having meets together, studying together, eating together, and sometimes living together. How did you balance the wrestling piece, academics, and then when you started to want to be an RA. How did that all work for you? Looking back, it was difficult. You know, I was very passionate about all those things. And if I wasn't, I think I'd probably quit one of them or, you know, I just would be unhappy. But I thoroughly enjoyed being on the wrestling team. That connection with those group of guys, the commitment to the university, to the athletic program meant a lot to me. And it was part of the reason why I decided to go to NYU. But balancing the wrestling and internships on top of that and office hours of being an RA and setting up different programs and studying. It was a lot, but look, my life now is, I do a lot, but it's, it's still a balancing act. So I'm grateful that in my younger years, I was able to learn that very quickly. It was difficult, but at the same time, it was very rewarding, which made it manageable. I guess that's the best way to say it. Mark, what in your freshman and sophomore years made you want to apply for the RA position? I think it was before that. Like I said earlier, I wanted to go away for for school. I wanted to go to a school in a big city like a GW or Emory in Atlanta that had a campus. I've always been into community. When I was in high school, I was captain of the football team. I was in student government, and I've always been involved in the community. And, you know, it was just, it's something that's always been very important to me. Becoming an RA, I guess, just was a natural transition into what I was used to in high school. The dorms at NYU, the res life at NYU, that's, it's very important. And it adds to the college field at NYU within the res halls. So I just thought it was a natural fit to be an RA. Mark, what about the staff? LOF is one of the largest staffs we have on campus. What was it like to be on a big team? And what did you contribute and what did you get from that team? You know, it was a very diverse group. You had RAs from Tisch, RAs from around the country. Very intelligent, very hardworking, very responsible colleagues, you know, from, from what I remember. And it was nice because I was in this wrestling sports management world and coming to meetings, you know, with my colleagues that were RAs, it, it reminded me how diverse this university is. And I learned a lot from them. So I actually really appreciated that because I was in this little world. I think that's the beauty of NYU. You can make it as big or as small as you want. And for me, it was very refreshing. And I learned a lot from my colleagues. So I I really did appreciate that. So what kind of relationships did you have with your residents? Does any specific moment stick out to you? As an RA, you're dealing with a range of certain situations. You're dealing with sometimes emergency situations. Sometimes it's, you know, celebratory. Um, You know, I, I had a great relationship with my residents. You know, I'm still in touch with quite a few of them. I was an RA over the summer, two summers. And that was always interesting because you had, 
you know, I, I didn't realize that NYU dorms are such a hot commodity over the summer. You have people around the world who come to New York to work and they end up staying at NYU. So I met people over the summer as well that I'm still in touch with. So I, I always appreciated that. When you think about what you're doing today, Mark, what skills and competencies did you do you have from the RA position that you bring into what you do today? I'll tell you, I, f- I forgot to mention, I actually started coaching while I was in law school. I coached wrestling, high school wrestling, at an all-boys private school on Long Island for six seasons. Being done as an athlete at NYU was kind of devastating. You know, it was an identity of mine for a long time, and it, it, it came to an end. All of a sudden, I developed a desire to coach, and I actually found a team to coach while I was in law school, and it continued for six seasons thereafter. And, you know, I can tell you, I I realized that I picked up so many skills as an RA when I coached, because I had to, you know, I learned that, especially with teenagers, you know, you can't see things the same way and make the same impact on people. And I think as an RA, I learned that, you know, sometimes you need to speak to people differently to get what you want out of it and to help them and to support them. And I think the skills that I learned as an RA allowed me to successfully lead a group of guys at the high school level and to coach them. So I guess just persevering, being a leader, learning how to communicate, not being, and I use this in my practice as an attorney, not being judgmental. People come to me with problems. You know, I'm I'm a litigator. So when people come to me, they're not in... (laughs) good graces. And it's very important for me not to judge them or to be overly emotional about, you know, some of the things that come to my attention. And, and, I, and I really learned that as an RA because, you know, you're dealing with situations, a lot of times it's on the spot and, you know, you're a peer of theirs. It's not like you're older than them. I think it's easier as a coach when you're older to be in that sort of role. You know, as an RA, you're dealing with situations and it's important not to be overly emotional or judgmental of the residents. So I learned a lot of skills and those are a few of them that I carried over as a coach and and as an attorney. Thanks for that. And I was able to see a picture with you and the team that you coached. And it was really great to see you uh, giving back to community through that uh, gift and talent that you have developed over time. You know, it was probably the best decision I made in my 20s to coach. Going back, you know, you asked me about going into law school and all that. But, you know, you have to think in 2009, you know, the economy was so bad. It was just a depressing time. I think it kind of scared a lot of people, younger people. I was so hell bent going into law school to get good grades, get a good job, make a lot of money. Those were the goals. I think reacting to what was going on in 2008, 2009. And coaching actually changed my perspective on everything. You know, I learned that true success is helping other people succeed and giving these kids confidence and sharing a piece of myself with them completely changed my perspective. And, you know, I learned that with everything that you do, it's important to have an underlying purpose behind that. And I learned that through coaching and it's carried over in my practice. I'm very grateful for that. So Mark, I wanted to touch on one thing that you said there. So if you were to give advice to yourself in 2007 or 2008 as an RA, 
walking into the position you had, what would you say to yourself? I would advise don't forget that you're still a student and that you're in the prime of your life and it's it's okay to take care of yourself and <laughs> enjoy the moment. I think it's just gratitude instead of getting through it with stress and you know you see it people get stressed out you know just having gratitude that you're even in that position and that you're blessed and healthy enough to take part in those roles and activities so i think it's just gratitude mark you talked about going to law school but you're leaving nyu with a bachelor's with sports management and internships with sports management what was the transition for you leaving that degree that you received, and not that you didn't take things from it, because you obviously did, to change into the field of law? No, Tom, it wasn't really a change. I took sports law classes. You know, I went into sports management because I really wanted to be a sports agent. And a lot of agents are lawyers. And I ended up actually, for, for a brief period, I was an NFL agent. You know, it was very hard to recruit clients not to get too much into it, but you know, it requires some things that as an attorney could be deemed to be a bit unethical. You know, it was just, it was tough. It was, it was very hard. You know, I think while I was in law school, I kind of just fell in love with the law. I could have really pursued the sports aspect, but even in my practice now, I represent entertainers, people in that realm. You know, I, do a lot of employment discrimination now. I didn't go into law school wanting to be an employment lawyer, but you kind of fall in love with some things. And I think that's the beauty of law school because you, you know the first year or two you're kind of spoon-fed some you know general courses, and you know through that you figure out what you like and you know what you're good at and passionate about. So sports is a hobby, I guess. Like I said, I got a great education. And, you know, I, I don't have any regrets. I'm very happy with what I'm doing now. I'm very fulfilled with what I'm doing now. And we'll see what the future brings us. I learned a tremendous amount in that program between marketing and accounting. I mean, you know, as a business owner, these are things that I, that I use every single day. So no regrets there. Do you have any advice for students who are thinking about law school, juniors and seniors in NYU? I think the best advice I can give is don't listen to other people because plenty of people will tell you, oh, you know what? Don't go to law school. There are so many lawyers there. It's not a good investment. It's, it's tough. I think really figure out why you want to do it and reach out to people. You know, you'll be surprised how many people are willing to share with you their experience, you know, especially being in New York, you know, you'd be surprised. Most people are, are willing to help, but really understand why you want to do it, but also be very stubborn about it at the same time. And don't let anybody sway you one way or the other. But I think it's a great education and really figure out how you want to spend your time and what you want to stand for. Plenty of opportunities out there, but I think it's a great education, whether you practice or not. Convince yourself why it is that you're doing it and pursuing it. As long as you work hard and have a good attitude, we'll work out. What's one thing that you really think is probably your favorite part about doing or practicing law? And what's something that you wish you could change, whether that's with the legal system itself or through your own practice? You know, going back to what I said about underlying purpose with what you do, when it comes to my work, it's all about promoting justice. I mean, nothing 
comes before that. Whether I'm defending somebody or bringing an action, my goal is to always promote justice. That's what I live by. That's how I practice. I do the best I can within that realm. One thing that I'd like to change, you know, I'm not really a criminal attorney, but, you know, from what I've read and what I've heard, definitely needs to be some reforms in place with respect to the criminal justice system. I represent a lot of workers, discrimination cases against their former employers. You know, we've heard so much about this Me Too movement. But I think one thing that everyone has missed is employers need to do a better job of protecting their workers, whether they're female or male. I think employers haven't been doing a good job of investigating complaints, but also protecting the accused. It works both ways. You know, I'd like to see that more pressure on employers and how they handle complaints of discrimination and harassment within the workplace. I think that hasn't been discussed much. Yeah, great points. Tell us a little bit about those that you stay in contact with who are on your staff as RAs. This is shout out time. Not many. You know, we're all, you know, we're friends on Facebook, but I'm still close with my friend Nam, who was an RA at Lafayette as well. I think I ran into Savitri a few times on the street, ran into them here and there but not as much as I'd like. Sounds like we need a Lafayette RA alumni event. I think so. I think so, Tom. And, you know, I remember that time when your son and you came in with Ferrara cookies. Remember that? I still do it. (laughs) I still do it. He's 24, so I don't do that part of it, but yeah. Oh, my God. Tom, that was the best. That was fun. That really was the best. And, and you know, I think it's important that we take time to thank those who are in the trenches like the RAs, to make sure that they feel valued for the great work that they did. And certainly you were one of those. And Nam, I think Nam was, at the time, last time I talked to him, he was in a restaurant venture. Yeah, he was He was doing that. He's actually just moved back to New York. No, he was in LA for a bit. He's a, he's a hard, hard worker, entrepreneur. Okay, Mark, we're going to go through a speed round now. I'm going to ask you five questions and just respond with the first thing that pops into your head. So what was the best dining hall? I actually love the kosher calf. I'm kosher, and I think the kosher calf is very underrated. It was definitely my favorite one. What about favorite NYU professor? I have to give a shout out to Bob Boland, who was also a professor in residence at Coral. Just an amazing, you know, great, but he's very intelligent. He's always been very helpful. You know, I think I had him as a professor every year while I was at NYU, and I'm still in touch with him. He wrestled at Columbia. We have a lot in common. He was also an attorney. I think he still is an attorney. I've run into him at a bunch of events. He's just a great guy, but he definitely was my favorite NYU professor as well. Did you have a part-time job while you were here at NYU? I did. Well, I interned over the summer. I interned at a law firm my summer going into my junior year. And then the summer going into my senior year, I actually worked at a PR firm that did all the PR for Nike. And I met all the players on the USA basketball team that year going to Beijing. So I met LeBron, Kobe, Coach K at the time. So, some, and then I interned for an, uh, you know, a smaller sports agent that, that worked in the financial district. So yeah, I had part-time jobs. I thought it was great. 
experience that aspect of the city and get, you know, that's part of your education at NYU, being able to have access to these different experiences. So yeah, I, I had, I always had part-time jobs for the most part. Definitely cooler than mine. <laughs> What's the best New York City place to chill in your mind or to hang out? You know, I've recently been hanging out in Williamsburg, which is such a breath of fresh air from Manhattan. Right now, it's Williamsburg. I like to go there during the day on the weekends. The William Vale is a great place there to just chill on the rooftop. So I'm going to give a shout out to Pasta Wiz in Williamsburg. Best pasta. But all right. And finally, what was your most memorable RA experience? Well, I don't know if it counts as an RA experience, but I do remember that Adam Sandler was playing basketball at Coles with a bunch of guys. I think it was my junior year or sophomore year. And I was able to talk to him as he was leaving. And I actually asked him if he, because I heard he was an RA and I asked him about it. And he was like, yeah, I was an RA. I think he lived in Hayden, maybe. I don't remember what he said, but that was cool to meet a fellow former RA playing ball at Coles. That was definitely very memorable. Gotcha. Okay, Mark, thanks so much for spending time with Tom and I to discuss your journey and where your life after NYU has taken you. As always, thanks to our listeners who stay connected with RA alums who are living the Dream School alumni version life. Mark, what a stand-up guy, a person who puts the time and effort to be excellent. I'm really impressed by what you're doing and the core of who you are, and, and I hope that NYU in some way has contributed to that process, and it sounds like we have. So thank you so much, truly. It, it certainly has, and I, and I want to thank you both. And, and Tom, I, I need to say that you've always impressed me tremendously with your passion and your commitment to the university and to the students and to your staff. And I'm just so glad that you're still associated with NYU and people can still experience your enthusiasm. Well, I appreciate that. One funny thing I will tell you is that that little son who would come around and name all the RAs graduated from Gallatin just uh, two years ago. So, uh, Oh, congratulations. Wow, time flies. Absolutely. We're getting old, man. We are, we are. <laughs> Special thanks to our engineer, Juliana Fonseca Alesso, and the current professional staff and alums like Tara Nakata and Per Goyle for all they did to help these grad RAs uh, who graduated from NYU doing great things along the way. If you like the show, look for more content on our website. And if you want to know RA's favorite books, go to whattheyreading.blogspot.com. Until next time, go out there, be open to the possibilities, and you never know whose lives you will touch along the way. <laughs>